Women, Canaanite slaves, and minors are exempt from the obligation of dwelling in the sukkah. However, a minor who does not need their mother is obligated to dwell in the sukkah because he's old enough to be trained to fulfill the mitzvah. Once a child is mature enough to perform a particular mitzvah, this, person's, this child's father is rabbinically obligated to have him do the mitzvah. This is chinuch. The level of required maturity varies from one mitzvah to another. With regards to sukkah, the child must be old enough to not need his mother. So that is, when the child is mature enough that when they wake up, he does not call for his mother repeatedly until she comes. Rather, he calls and then quietly waits for her. So that will be the age that a child starts to be trained in the mitzvah of sukkah. The, this mission now cites an incident in which a Tana arranged for an even younger child to dwell in sukkah. It happened that the daughter-in-law of Shammai, the elder, gave birth to a son, and he removed the plaster from the roof of her bed, and put sechach over the bed for the child so that he would be in a sukkah. So he replaced the plaster of the roof with valid sechach materials, thus creating a sukkah over and around the bed in which the newborn was sleeping. So according to Shammai Hazaken, the obligation of chinuch training applies even in the case of a child who is not aware of it. As soon as he becomes capable of performing the mitzvah, which in the case of Zakah requires only sleeping and eating, we must arrange for him to do so. During all seven days of Sukkot, a person must make his Sukkah his permanent residence and his house his temporary residence. That is, he should eat, sleep and relax in the Sukkah, and one who owns beautiful utensils and linens should bring them into the Sukkah. The Torah obligates us to live in a Sukkah during the festival of Sukkot, the same way as we live in our house the rest of the year, so we've got to make it like we live at home. If it rains, one is patur from the mitzvah. The, mitzvah, the Mishnah defines how hard it must rain for the exemption to apply. If rain was falling, when, it is, when is it permitted to remove the utensils and leave the Sukkah? So when it rains hard enough that the porridge made of split beans would be ruined. Porridge is easily ruined by the rain, and a porridge of split beans is ruined even more easily than other kinds of porridge. If enough rain is falling in the sukkah to ruin split bean porridge, even a person who is not actually eating the dish is exempt from the mitzvah since it is distressing to eat any food under such conditions. The Mishnah teaches that being forced out of the sukkah by rain is a sign of God's displeasure. Mashalu mashal. The Chachamim described this with a parable. To what can the matter be compared? To a servant who came, to, who came with a pitch of water to mix a cup of wine for his master. So in those, day, in those days, wine was too strong to be drunk plain and had to be mixed with water. And the master poured the pitcher to the servant's face, showing that he does not want the servant to serve him. Similarly, when the Ribbon Shalom brings rain on the sukkah and forces us to do the sukkah, he shows that he's not pleased with our service. So if it rains in the sukkah, it would be wrong for us to stay there. Rather, we must leave immediately since God has shown he's not pleased with our mitzvah. Have a great day.